Hello Johanna. Oh, your nephew Justin here too? Oh, hi guys. Say hello Justin. Whatever. Would you like to go to lunch with us dear? Maybe if I can get done in time. I'm stuck here doing voiceover for the Discerning Geeks portal. It's their 100th episode. Porca vacca. Bloody hell. I can't believe it either. I'm in episode 72. Nobody cares Justin. Since it's a special occasion, maybe you can use your echo voice. I know you've been practicing. I'm still not sure I'm good enough yet Amy. Maybe you can come to my house a few more Friday and Saturday nights to coach me some more. No, dear. I think you've got it. Well, it was worth a shot. You should see your Brie Larson shrine in her bedroom. Shut up, Justin. Well, we will wait for you, dear. After dealing with X, you will need a nice Italian Milenda glass of wine. I might need something stronger, Giorgio. Maybe a scotch. Good luck, dear. Thanks for waiting. Mute your game, Justin. I have to record for these three bozos. I mean... My valued clients. Whatever. Here we go. I just have to keep reminding myself that my voiceover contract with the geek sends in 900 more episodes. I'm making progress. May Captain Marvel and Xena Warrior Princess give me strength. Now recording. Previously, on the first 99 episodes of the Discerning Geeks Portal. I watch too many movies. I watch too much TV. I have too many kids. And now... On a podcast. Who wants to go first? Did you get an A plus from Todd? Damn, this is a love story, ladies. A very enlightening episode. Advisory warning: I am not suitable for small children. The Orville is Star. It's not Star Trek, but it is. My nephew Andrew, who's also a friend, you know, he's a nephew too. He's head of HR. And Todd, our editor, is like, oh, oh, crap! That's right. I got to edit this thing. (laughs) As we switch over to the late night edition of our show, (laughs) point we really need to get rid of the thirteen year old. There's aliens. No, 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 no. Not aliens, clowns. Zero character development. We're going to be famous. <laughs> Thank you for making me a part, part of, this. of this. See, Todd takes pride in this nitpick. And there's much rejoicing. Yeah. I understood that reference too. Let us say something witty. Something witty. Oh, hell. <laughs> we got Dune! We got Dune! What is, is it? Dune? What is it? Is it Dune? Dune? It's Dune. Yes! <laughs> It's the greatest thing ever, man. This movie is hot wet garbage. I'm going to have to say BS on that one there, boss. I think I did a pretty good job. But hey, I start to chuckle, and then I chuckle a little bit more, and then I kind of chuckle at myself chuckling. Why do I like the movie? It makes you think. He is the Cadillac hat rack. I got to get back in time. Got to get back in time. Dave got promoted to, to Angel. But he was our friend, our best friend, for far longer than we even started the podcast. He really was our best friend. He was family. Facets of them. It's like they're like a, a dozen different amazing days that were all kind of smushed into this one person. He really did just love everybody. We need more people like Dave in the world, you know? I think he would have wanted us to continue to use our time. Dave, this is for you. We miss you already. Thank you for being our friend. Feel the testosterone in my face. Gross. <laughs> it was beautiful. Okay. Who survived at the end of Presider? Presider? I didn't Predator. know we were talking about Presider. I love Presider. I think he's drunk. Yeah. Todd, have you seen Presider? No, I'm waiting for Presider 2. What do you think Dave would have rated this? <laughs> I was going to suggest the same thing. Buy it, rent it, pay full price. We'll say it's like a matinee. Yeah, I, I would go for matinee as well. You have to solve the clues to figure out. Which will lead to another clue and another clue. and you Which know, will lead to history. <laughs> J. Michael Krasinski would want someone to be shot. <laughs> Krasinski. Krasinski. That's what um, I said. Skrasinski. Or did you just not know any other? 
of them and want to live your life in ignorance. First of all, ouch. You need to watch the second movie. It's just as good. There's another one? No, I I can't believe we made it this far either. We're excited. Look forward to episode 100 and looking forward to season three. And now, Sweet Christmas, the Discerning Geeks Portal presents their special 100th episode, Mega Extravaganza Special, a very ultra special episode. Episode 100! Three digits now, yay! <laughs> and, and that's why. And, okay. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I'm just going to say that's why I number the episodes whenever I publish them, always with a leading zero because I was hoping we would get into three digits. Yeah, Todd has been planning this whole thing all along. So this is the Discerning Geeks Portal. We've been doing this now for a hundred episodes. And we're excited that we've made it to this benchmark. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you, Todd, Andrew, um, for being a part of this gray end kind of experiment that we just wanted to do and, and have been doing now for 100 episodes. Um, if you can't tell, if you don't know where you're at, this is the Discerning Geeks portal. We are the Discerning Geeks. My name is David. There's Todd. Say hello, Todd. Hello, Todd. <laughs> hello, and Todd. Andrew. Nobody said hello, Andrew. Hello. I just said <laughs> and Andrew. Hello. Say hello, Andrew. And Andrew. No, not, no, not a hello, Andrew. Just, just Andrew. <laughs> Sadly for Andrew, this is only episode like, I don't know, 80 or so, because he kind of joined later. Uh, I so. joined in episode 14, <laughs> and I missed a couple episodes along the way, but we've oh, all missed episodes technically. That's true. So this is nobody's 100th episode, except for maybe Todd. Yep, I've been in every single episode. Every single episode, Todd. Todd is the Iron Man. I don't know about that. Do I get to see Spider-Man? For our listeners, um, let's tell them what we got kind of in store today. Um, We have decided, just as a special 100th episode, that we were going to give our top 10 um, episodes of the Discerning Geeks portal that we will share with you. We'll talk about those episodes a little bit, kind of a retrospective um, looking back on the past hundred episodes. And then we've got a little treat at the end. We're going to give you guys a peek behind the curtain as we're planning for season three and let you see what we've got on tap as far as episodes and choices as we get ready for a new, we're not calling it a wheel this time. We're going to call it a a portal Um, and we'll decide randomly kind of with our dice roll, what portal we're going to step through each episode and we'll go through and give you all the what's coming on the portal. So, Todd, you're the Iron Man. You get to start us off. I'm going to give you first go at telling us your number 10 of your top 10. All right. So, at number 10, I've got episode 91, Kung Pao. And hold on, hold on, hold on. throw it into okay. the portal for later. Stasis. Stasis. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, it won't go very far because I have it as number nine. So, okay. so we'll, we'll hold off on that. <laughs> we'll, we'll, okay. So, yeah, we talked about this ahead of time. I probably should tell our listeners what we've decided is we, we haven't discussed these ahead of time. And we knew that there would be a really good chance that some of us would mention ones that would be on someone else's list later on. And when that happens, we put it in stasis until we get to the lowest number. So, like Todd had this one, a number 10 on his list. It's going to be number nine on mine. So, we'll get to it and when everybody gives their number nines. Um, and just in case, just in case anybody listens to the top 10 podcast by John Roca and Matt Nost, yes, I kind of borrowed this idea from them. They have a system that they call punt because they're kind of sports fans. So when they do this, they punt something, you know, further down the list. But because we're geeks and we're doing this sci-fi, we're uh, putting something in stasis. So, yes, kind of borrowed the thing from the idea from them. But, hey, it's a pretty basic idea and it's not like they have a patent on it. And Todd's going to be kind of tabulating all of our top 10 as we go through this episode. And at the end, we'll kind of have a, I don't know, a grand list or a, yeah, kind of a, a, a combined top 10, a combined top 10. So, um, since, uh, I have Kung Pao high on, higher on the list, um, Andrew, we're going to move on over to you. What you got number 10 on your top 10 list. So this is, a little bit of me being a narcissist, but that's besides the point. My number 10 is episode number 14, The Dark Crystal. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Okay. And yeah, you're good with that. Th- this is the first appearance of me on the podcast. The first appearance of Andrew on the podcast. <laughs> we do have a special guest today. Uh, we're going to introduce Andrew. Andrew is my nephew, and uh, we've talked about him a couple of times, and he's decided to join us today for our review. Don't lie, he was drafted. How's it going, Andrew? It's been pretty good. How's it been for you guys? We're doing good. Doing good. Okay. Welcome aboard. He's so formal. Happy to be here. <laughs> Relax. Relax. It's only millions of people. <laughs> Maybe somewhere down the road, not right now. <laughs> that's no, no, that's no reason to be nervous. Could only be immortalized forever, technically, until the internet blows up and we all decide to become cavemen again, which would be great, I think, in my opinion. But hey, <laughs> also, The Dark Crystal is an amazing movie, and you should totally go give it a watch. I don't know about the Netflix series; still haven't watched it, but. I it was the first appearance of me and the only reason it's this low on my top 10 is because I still sound like I'm 12. That's definitely going to disturb some people on the younger side. And, <laughs> um, it, it's not fun to hear myself sound like I'm 12. Definitely some parts that might give the kids nightmares. But um, I look back and, you know, I think about how much I've changed and the ups and downs and, you know, it's just fun. It's a okay, good episode. Okay. Yeah, it is a little bit weird to remember that, Dave, for you and me, we've been doing this for two years, and two years is just a small fraction of our life. It's, I, I can't do the math in my head right now, but it's a, let's just say a, a much larger percentage of, <laughs> of Andrew's life. It is yeah. one seventh of my life. Well, yeah. yeah, it'd be smaller than that, but. Yeah, because you weren't on for, for a full two years. So one and a half, what, 15, a tenth. A tenth of my a tenth, life. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Cool. 
I'm not that old, guys. <laughs> this was a fun episode. I enjoyed the Dark Crystal. Um, I'm not sure why it didn't get on my list because we did enjoy talking. We had a lot of kind of neat background information. Todd had some information from where he's gone to the Museum of Puppetry. Is that correct? Center for Puppetry Arts is what it's technically technically okay. called. But yeah, I, I usually just refer to it as the Puppetry Museum. But it's in Atlanta, Georgia, and I usually go there on my way out of Atlanta after Dragon Con. There's the first Dragon Con reference. I wonder if this episode is long enough and broad enough to get in references to London and Babylon 5 for the triumvirate of Todd obsessions. Anyone want to place bets? At first, they just had a museum of kind of puppets from around the world, and which might have been kind of cool if you were truly into puppets. And they might have had a little bit of Jim Henson stuff, but then they went through a renovation and they had an, have an entire wing of just Jim Henson stuff now. So you can actually see Kermit the Frog, Miss Piggy, uh, Big Bird, uh, a lot of things from the various Muppet shows and Sesame Street. They don't change it too much from year to year. So a lot of times I go and I might see one or two little differences. Uh, in fact, sometimes the differences are bad. Like they took away the Rolf puppet. Uh, he wasn't there the last time I went. But it's still kind of nice and comforting before that five and a half hour drive home to get a picture with Kermit the Frog. There you go. Oh, but anyway, the the reason you brought it up is, yes, they do have uh, one particular room off to the side that is kind of like a rotating exhibit. And for about two or three years, they had the Dark Crystal there. And in fact, I think last year they had the Dark Crystal, whatever it's called, that one season show that was on Netflix that was kind of a continuation of the Dark Crystal. And I admit I haven't really watched much of it either, but that's what their exhibit was last year and probably will be again this year. If you haven't listened to our episode, um, episode 14, The Dark Crystal, it is one, it's worth going back and listening to because um, we definitely explored a lot of the puppetry, the, the magic of what this this movie is and how it was very different from most movies kind of like it during the time frame. It's not a kid's Muppet movie. It's it's an adult movie using the the artistry of the of these puppets and um and so it was pretty cool so yeah definitely go and and go back and watch that i appreciate your adding that to our list my number 10 and i'm almost positive this is going to be one that uh todd is going to put into stasis but my number 10 episode is i forgot the number i had to look back at my notes it was our episode number five and this is the star trek Q episode. Ooh, that is well. Actually, you know, I forgot to go over honorable mentions. That is one of my honorable mentions. Oh, okay, that's okay then. Oh, I'm surprised it didn't make Todd's top ten, but that's okay. And um, I'm surprised that it's one of your top ten because I thought you weren't that much into Star Trek and you don't like Q. So I'm like, how did that I, make it into your top ten and not mine? <laughs> I am not that big of a fan of Q and you can listen to that episode and I talk about it a little bit. I I wasn't a huge fan of Q and and there were some episodes, but I felt like that was a fun episode for us to do. I felt like we each had very different perspectives coming in and watching the episodes and what we liked and what we didn't like and why we liked them. And it was a little different from our, our normal episodes. Uh, we, we do a lot of movie reviews, as the, as you guys who are listening know. Um, 
but I felt like that was one of our, our best non-movie reviews. And, and so I definitely wanted it on our top 10. So it was pre-Andrew, but uh, um, we definitely... It was before I was born. It must have been before my time. <laughs> um, but we uh, we had a lot of fun talking about the different Q episodes. And so I would encourage anybody to go back and, and listen to that episode and tell us what you think. Tell us if that's the kind of episode that you want more of. So... I'm and I had shocked. a traumatic experience with the Q continuum at the end of that episode and at the end of the episode, I think, before that, too. Before that. And it was cool. That was well edited. So, you know, we had a lot of, of fun with that episode. And so, yeah, I, yeah I, that, it, that one high on my list. And there was definitely some hot takes in that episode, because, like I said, you're not a fan of Q. And there were some episodes that I and most other people probably find pretty amusing and pretty funny that you did not enjoy. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, there are also some episodes that include Q that are kind of lauded by most people, including the series finale of TNG that do not appeal as much to me. So I had some hot takes, too. So our lists were all over the place in that episode. Okay. So is it back to me for number nine? It is. Yep. Okay. So my number nine is episode 20, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, wait, 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 hang on. I got to pull up my list. Hold on. If you know it's on your list, if, yeah. Okay. If it's on your list, all you got to do is say Stacy's. You don't need the exact number. We'll, we'll get to it eventually. Well, I didn't know if it was at number nine too. That's why I was looking at it, but no, it's actually number eight. So. Okay. So we Stacy's that one. Todd, we'll get to one that you get to say here eventually. Uh, <laughs> so, Andrew, what did you have for number nine? I had episode number 48, Alien. Oh, Ooh, okay. okay. Uh, I just remember watching Alien for the first time. Even though it was a little slow, it was still a really good movie, and it was fun to watch it for the first time, and the podcast made me do that. And I remember... Dave, you were talking about how you didn't really like that movie and how you were kind of disappointed with it. Yep. And I remember Dave T specifically liked the environment. And I I never heard anybody compliment the whole spaceship aspect of Aliens so yep. much as Dave did. And I just think that was a cool episode. Okay. That's what this one reminds me of is when you look at the Nostromo, there's some advanced things here like mother and a couple of other things that you're like, okay, that's cool. But really and truly it looks exactly like I would expect um, you would think a spaceship would look like that was just jam packed and, and built for a specific purpose. And we're like, Oh, people was kind of a secondary thought. And so that's one of the reasons why I enjoy it. So when the first half of the film, like you guys were like, it's really slow. Well, yeah, but I'm also enjoying the environment so much that it doesn't bother me. That was a good episode. You know, one of the things that we try to try to pride ourselves. We, we have some moments where it probably gets a little on the other side, but we try to pride ourselves as we each have our own takes on what we like and what we dislike. And, and we want to discuss those things. And yeah, while aliens didn't do it for me, um, it, we still had good discussion on, on what all was going on in the movie and what other people liked and why they liked it or disliked it. Um, so yeah, that was a good episode. 
And correction, Dave, you said aliens. This is I did say alien. It is alien. I didn't want any single. confusion to happen to the yep. So I think I mentioned this just a moment ago. My number nine was episode ninety-one, and it was Kung Pao, um, and that was your number uh, ten. Todd, throw it into stasis. Oh, oh, okay. You got it. You, you got it too. Yup, it's way lower on the list. Okay, okay. okay. Well, hold off on Kung Pao even further then. Okay. And that will take us down to number eight. Todd, okay. let's hopefully we get one out of you here. Okay, my number eight is What Should Andrew Watch? Number one, and really the only one we've done so far, TV series <laughs> premieres. You're good. You're good. Go with it. Okay. All right. So one of the reasons I love that is it was my idea in the first place. Uh, plus, it's a TV topic, and I, I love the TV topics, which we, we don't do often enough. That episode also marks the one-year anniversary of the podcast. The experiment actually worked because I think all three of us turned on Andrew to some some shows that I don't know if he's had a chance to watch, but he seemed to like enough that maybe someday, if he has some time, he'll now, tune into more. I remember being excited about Dark Matter, and I, I wanted to watch it, but then I remember in the podcast you say... You said it got canceled in season three, and that kind of yeah. killed my aspirations to keep watching. I don't, I don't blame you. It is tough when you get invested, and it's like the show doesn't really go anywhere. Uh, now, the the thing though is it does have three seasons, so that's a significant number of episodes. So it's kind of a give and take. Yes, it doesn't have a clear ending, but at least the journey along the way is pretty significant. So, yeah, I can understand that one being tough. Also, I was trying to listen to a few episodes earlier and I, I didn't have time for too much. But one of the reasons I love that episode is just just for the content in general. But also, I'm pretty proud of the edit in that episode uh, because that is the episode where somebody said, brought to you by the letter O. And I had to do a commercial <laughs> for the letter O. Andrew accept or will he pass? Find out next time on the Discerning Geeks Portal. Todd, cut us to a commercial break. <laughs> Discerning Geeks Portal is brought to you by the letter O. Brought, brought to you by the letter O. O, 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 o. o is the 15th letter in the English alphabet. Can you say the letter O? O, 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 yeah! Can you say the letter O? O, O, yes. Brought to you by the letter O for <laughs> Oh My God, What Just Happened. <laughs> and now we're back. So what's the answer? Uh, that commercial break was not that long. Um, I guess I'll accept. <laughs> that was fun. And there was there was one episode where somebody, where I, Dave, I think you said it for the letter E, and I, but I can't for the life of me remember exactly which episode that's in. That was in episode 73, Alpha Movie Bet Number 2. Favorite movies E2H. And then there was also some Joanna interaction at the end of that episode. So that's just one of those well-rounded episodes that's just got a, a lot of neat stuff in it. Okay. Okay. Andrew, what you got in your number eight cat spot? Number eight is number episode number 20, Killer Clowns. So uh, I actually didn't expect y'all to put this on your list because in the episode itself... <laughs> You sound like you despise this movie. 
I never want to hear about it again. So I thought I didn't think this would show up on anybody's list but mine. Um, You had it number eight. I actually had it number eight. And Todd, you had it number nine, right? Yep. Yep. So we actually all had it on our list, even though, and this is why this podcast is fun to do. I know Todd and I hated this movie. (laughs) That's confirmed. (laughs) Um, You know, this was a... David Teague um, pushing us and pushing us and, and forcing us to do this episode. And, and and we did it and we had fun doing it. I think the episode itself was fun to record. We liked talking about it. The, 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 the podcast itself was a lot of fun. Movie, not so much, but the podcast exactly. was fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'll, I'll go along with that and say that one of the reasons that it's only number nine for me is at the bottom of the list, or near the bottom of the list, is because, yes, it's not a great movie. Uh, but somehow we turned that not great movie into a great review. We still analyzed it and discussed it. I mean, even Dave Teague himself jokes at the beginning, no, we're not going to take a discerning view. We're going to take a ridiculous view of this movie. And no, we actually were pretty discerning about it, even despite it probably not deserving it. Also, Mm -hmm. I had to put it in the top 10 list in honor of Dave. So it had to be in there somewhere. And also uh, that was pretty fun to edit. Uh, and I know that it was Dave Teague's favorite episode. And even though the movie itself is terrible, it is it is technically one of my favorite episodes, too, because it is one that we had such fun with both recording and editing um, and, and just remembering in general. Okay. Yeah, honestly, the only reason it's on my list is just because of Dave and the way he talks about the movie in the podcast. It's just it makes yep. me think of Dave, and that just makes me happy. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Discerning Geeks Portal, where each week we take a look into all things geek, and we have a very special episode today. Oh, yeah. Dave. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> we are finally here. We we go live to our correspondent in the field. Uh, that's right, Bill. We've got uh, we've got clowns all over the place. Yes, we do. When they're uh, they they appear to be turning people into cotton candy. And, uh, oh, here comes one now. I'll be back with you in a minute. <laughs> it has been a long road to get here, but we are finally going to <laughs> just say it. Just say it. Take a discerning look. We're not. We're going to take a clowns. We are not going to take a discerning look at this film. We are going to take an absolute idiotic look at this film from killer clowns from outer space. Finally, finally gets the respect it deserves in this channel. Finally. (laughs) Well, let's. um, A quick introduction, if you don't know. So that was almost. That was probably. I'm curious. That that's probably as close to a consensus as we'll probably end up with on our list. But I could be wrong. We'll we'll see as we move along if we have any that that works out as close as that because we had two eights and a nine. But that brings us down to number seven. Todd, what's in your number seven spot? Uh, number seven, Back to the Future Part Three. Ooh, ooh, 
I thought about putting that one on my list, but I didn't. Interesting. Okay. I didn't have that one on my list. So what you got about Back to the Future that you liked? Okay. So we reviewed all three movies of the Back to the Future trilogy, and I think that's the only trilogy that we've completed. Well, actually, we did talk about Lord of the Rings trilogy, but we kind of lumped that together, and that got so big we had to split it up into two parts. So in a way, we did talk about those three movies. But Back to the Future, I think, is the only one where we did all three movies separately. Three, uh, I I know Andrew's going to disagree, but three was the best movie for me. It is one of my favorite Mm. overall movies, but also one of my favorite reviews, because even if we had different levels of how much we liked it, we all agreed that it was a good movie. So it was a mostly positive review. Also vaguely remember that the edit was both fun and, and and came out pretty well. So overall, that's just one of my favorite topics that, that we talked about and one that I was kind of enthusiastic about doing. Okay. Okay. No, I agree. That was a fun movie. Um, I enjoyed doing all the Back to the Future movies, but I, I'd probably agree. The third one was probably the, the best review, I think, that we did of those three. So yeah. um, I, I like that. That's a good, good ad. Andrew, what you got on your number seven spot? See, now I just want to put Back to the Future 2 in every spot just to spite <laughs> But uh, seriously, number seven is The Martian. Okay, I'm going to put that one in stasis. I got to put that one in stasis for now. No, I know how Todd feels. <laughs> Uh, yeah, hang on. I'm, I'm making an adjustment to the spreadsheet. All right, so number one, The Martian. And I'll admit, that one was very tough for me to leave out. Uh, mm. It's not on mine. Extremely hard to leave out, but I, I couldn't help it. So, Andrew, you got it at seven, right? Yep. My number seven, and for me, this was just a fun episode to do, and it was the what are you doing episode number 16 okay and that was the one um dave teague was actually at the beach and we recorded an episode much in the format of our what you do an episode but it was all water-based and we talked about um our favorite water-based movies beach movies um ocean themed movies that kind of thing And it just ended up being a fun episode to talk about. We talked about a lot of different movies. Uh, We had a really great conversation about Down Periscope and some others. And and I just thought it was fun. I I really enjoyed being a part of that episode and and just kind of, it was very relaxed. Um, And yeah, kind of, I liked it. So it goes high on my list. So we got a number seven on mine. Yeah, it didn't make my list, but I would say that out of all the What You Doing episodes, that one was probably the best because we did stick to a theme. And in fact, I think that's the only one where we stuck to a theme. So much so that yeah. I don't I don't know if we can even call it a What You Doing episode. It, it probably should be its own <laughs> unique thing. Now, we did talk about Aquaman in that one. And yeah. there was a turd named Amber that played in that movie. Like, now every that. time I think of Aquaman, I just hear Johnny Depp going, Aquaman! So, <laughs> it equals out. Um, so let's get, I think we're already to our number six spot. So we're powering through. We're going to be halfway through with our list here in a little bit. But number six, 
Todd, what you got in your number six spot? Okay, I've got Captain America, The First Avenger, episode 55. I love that movie. Okay, okay. No, 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 no stasis? No stasis. Okay, all right. Well, uh, the reason that I love that one is, well, multiple things. Um, that is a good movie and maybe not one of the best movies, but I think that might be one of our best reviews and it's another one that I admit I'm a little bit self-indulgent in this pick because that was one of the funner edits. I did some uh, different things with the music in that. Uh, every once in a while, we'll, uh, if somebody kind of goes on about like a side topic, I'll, I'll make like a little introduction and then an outro for just that one little topic. Yeah. And I think we had three in, of those in that episode. Um, and that's uh, most importantly, that is the episode where Joanna got drunk. That's right. For the record, I usually have to get at least tipsy after dealing with you bozos. Even my manager understood that part. She was more upset that I took an expensive studio microphone to that fraternity party. I I don't remember any of this. Did I even listen to that episode? If you haven't, you need to go back because that is probably one of Joanna's best episodes. Um, yeah, so that I can see that. I, yeah, I, I think that was one of the first ones where she was featured pretty heavily. My life and career have been a downward spiral ever since. Yep. Yep. I like that. And drunk like that. pretty heavily, too. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the advantages of, of the Americans during World War II. Um, so I, I just wonder if maybe that was what's being represented in the fact that they seem kind of disorganized. Yeah. Yeah. Who wants to go skinny dipping? Oh. Hang on. This has been his story talk with Dave. Join us another time for Dave with story talk. Right? Whatever. Let's get naked. All right. So let's go into our lightning round. Andrew, what you got as number six? So now my number six is a more recent episode. It is episode number 95, What You Do in April 2022. Oh, okay. The only reason it's on this list is because of the first five minutes. And there's this mini compilation of, and for those of you who don't know, this is the episode where we talk about Dave's passing away. And if you have more questions about that, just go to that episode. Um, there was a mini compilation of recent moments of Dave in that episode. And it was like five minutes of just Dave and it just makes me laugh and it makes me cry all the time. And I just had to put it on this list. I I can respect that. Yeah, I I can too. And yeah, now that I think about it, that probably should have been somewhere in my list too. Maybe not top 10, but at least an honorable mention. But at the same time, I'm I'm Still really embarrassed that I messed up my audio on that one and um, that my audio sucks. Well, I didn't forget to switch microphones, but I forgot to refresh the page in Zencaster so it would detect the different microphone. And so my audio is bad in that one. And and I'm glad that you appreciate the montage at the end. You mean the beginning? I was a little bit pressed for time on that. And so I had I have to admit, I kind of cannibalize some of the same clips that we I used recently for our intros to some of our Christmas episodes mm-hmm. or else I would have had even better clips of Dave in there uh, but as far as that being an emotional episode that is also the one where at the end I was able to edit in a rendition of um, 
what is it called? Angel Song? Angel. Yeah. Uh, oh, crap. I'm forgetting the exact title of it. I Angel know the song something. You're talking about. Yeah. Angel Band. And I'm really yeah. happy you included that. Yeah, it's the song that was sung at Dave's funeral, and um, and yeah, hearing that song kind of makes me emotional sometimes too. And I was able to find a version of it on YouTube. I asked permission to use it. They gave me permission, so I edited it at the end, and it's a, a really good version of it. And so, yeah, it, as much as I can kick myself for messing up the audio on that one, yeah, that's an emotional episode for us paying tribute today. Yeah. Now, I'm kind of like you. I kind of almost, I think I missed that one when I was going back through and kind of placing my my order. Um, so that one probably deserves a, a higher spot on, on my list as well. But that's a, that's a good good call out. Good, good, good spot, Andrew. Um, let's see. My number six. Maybe a little controversial, but that's what our show is about. It's all about the controversy. My number six episode, number 83, our Christmas episode, Children of Men. Mm. <laughs> See, I liked that movie, but um, I just didn't find the discussions worthy enough of placing it in top 10. But if you did, then talk about it. I did. I thought it was a fun discussion. I, I, that was what I enjoyed. I, I just enjoyed how we were able to really kind of look at it. And I, I don't know, I was kind of drawn as I was putting my list together to episodes where we kind of looked at a, a movie in a little different way than maybe it's been looked at before. And, and this one kind of popped up for me. I felt like we we really explored this movie and, and discussed it. It was a little different because it was. It was part of our Christmas episodes. Um, I enjoyed uh, Todd's intro, which was you know a little Christmassy, um, as he kind of did some special intros and editing during those episodes. Um, and yeah, this it was memorable for me. I really enjoyed uh, our discussion of Children of Men. I know it wasn't everybody's favorite episode. Uh, as far as movies to watch and things like that. so Well, and just to clarify, as far as the movie itself, that is a good movie. And I think we all agreed on that. Oh, that's right. I, I, think, I think for at least me and Dave T, we had an issue with it being considered a Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> and, and admittedly, that was part of the point of that episode, too. And then I can't remember, Andrew, I think you might have actually come down the side that, yes, it was a Christmas movie. Yeah, uh, I think I was split down the middle. But yeah. in the end, I decided that... It was a Christmas movie, and I just couldn't – like, I get how it's not directly a Christmas movie, but I just – I couldn't ignore the Christmas tropes. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah, that, that was definitely an interesting episode. Okay. Yeah. Very so we're halfway, th- halfway through our list. Todd, what you got is number five. Okay. So, so far, I've had a few episodes where either I was – uh, you know, kind of remembering day, paying tribute there, or <clears throat> some self-indulgent ones because of the editing or because it was one of my favorite uh, movies. So these next few are going to be multi-parters. I, I was telling these guys kind of offline, I, I don't like it when lists combine <clears throat> episodes or trilogies or whatever into one spot on a ranked list. I kind of feel like each one of those entries are their own thing. So what I did was for each of our multi-parters, I picked whatever was the best part. And Dave, I think you have a multi-parter somewhere in your list, but you did lump them together. So I guess for our overall list, 
we'll lump them together. So my number five was our D&D one-shot part one. But for our overall list, I guess we'll just say the D&D one-shot parts one through through three. See, I put that in honorable mentions because I didn't know how we were doing the... (laughs) and um, I will put that in stasis. I will okay. put that in stasis because I've got it just a little bit higher than you. So we'll okay. Okay. Stasis that one for now, and we'll go to Andrew's number five. Yes. Okay. Now, I didn't like this movie, but the episode on the podcast I adore. This is episode seventy-two, Dune. I had a feeling you might do. Wow. I didn't put it on my list, but I appreciate that it's on there. <laughs> yes. So no stasis. No stasis. I was kind of expecting some stasis, but um, okay. There is one part, and this episode actually came out later than it was supposed to. There was one part where my track got lost somehow. Oh, that's right. Me having to reset my page and my mic disconnecting, my track got lost. And it started up again later. But we ended up resorting for Todd asking me a couple of questions. And he would edit it in later in some style. Now, weeks after the episode is published, I'm out there raking the leaves in the yard because it's a mess and it's fall. Okay. Little do I know, I'm listening to Dune, and about 30 minutes in, I start dying of laughter because I hear Joanna's nephew, Justin, (laughs) talking about her obsessive Brie Larson collection, who played Captain Marvel in the MCU, and he just totally sums me up as a person in, like, one conversation topic. Andrew is talking about you, Justin. Whatever. And it's absolutely hilarious, Todd, and that's still your... That's still my favorite moment of like, probably like my favorite moment of the podcast of all time, or oh, at wow. least it's up there because that's just hilarious. You make fun of me, but it's not like rude, you know, he says I wasn't paying attention and that's well, that was well, not me, not me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's Joanna and Justin, but yeah, I, I forgot about Justin in that episode. Yeah. I, I possibly should have thrown that at least into honorable mentions too. <laughs> That was because a good of that, episode. yeah, yeah, I that forgot about good. Justin. Uh, yeah, and I definitely did not like that movie. That is the lowest I've ever ranked any movie, even lower than Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Uh, but the discussion was still pretty good, and I, I feel pretty good about me defending my position that the movie was terrible. Um, and I also hope and think that maybe I did a good job, kind of containing myself and and kind of, I, I did. I admit I got in a two or three jabs early on, but I did them really quickly. But I'd like to think I, I really held my rant until it was truly my turn. And, and I hope that I gave you and, and Dave T chances to, to yeah. truly go into why you two loved it. Yeah. No, that was, a, that was a good episode. That was a really good, fun episode. Since Andrew and I have mutual restraining orders against each other, and it's bring your nephew to work day, 
My nephew Justin will read Andrew's missing parts. Whatever. Justin, lift up your head from your game to speak into the microphone. Whatever. You're not my mom. We went over this in the car. I'm your cool hip aunt. Your father is my butthead brother. If you do this for me, I'll give you $5. Have you even heard of inflation? Why can't you be more like your sister? I can bribe her with any amount of money. If you do this for me, I'll give you $10 and I won't throw your iPad out the window. Fine. Here is Andrew's part that Todd wrote based on questions he asked Andrew. Why is Andrew's name spelled with a U instead of an E? I don't know. It's weird. Todd's name is just the word odd with a T at the beginning. He knows. And why are there so many Captain Marvel posters in here? Never mind. Newspaper articles, magazine clippings, action figures. It's all Captain Marvel. It's like a serial killer decorated this sound booth. Are you stalking Brie Larson? Never mind, Justin. I can't tell if you want to kill her or to marry her. Justin. Just. Read. I'm Andrew, and I wasn't paying attention. I dozed off because I have 57 hours of homework even over the weekend and I got only negative 2 hours of sleep last night. Schoolwork is a vampire and my childhood is the lifeblood that is being sucked away. What were we talking about? Oh yeah, Dune. That's okay, you're back. Um, what do you think of this? Um, that was definitely in, probably in my honorable mention. Maybe could have squeaked in a little higher if I'd remembered the uh, <laughs> the editing we had to, do, had to go on in that. That was that was very creatively done and great job to Todd in uh, kind of pulling that together instead of have, us having to scrap a, an episode or re-record or something on the. Oh lines. yeah, that was amazing, Todd. Still so. one of your best moments of editing. Um, my number five. And again, another controversial one. I throw it out there that part of the reason that I love this podcast and love what we do is the discussion. So in some ways, some of the episodes that I really like the most are the ones that we really didn't agree on. And so my number five is episode 54, and it was Gattaca. Oh, um, and I was kind of the only one that I think really, really enjoyed this movie. No, I, I remember uh, Dave ranting several times about him going to space in a three-piece suit. Three yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I'm sure that we'll find a clip of that somewhere. <laughs> he gets on a spaceship in a three-piece suit? <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> That's not awesome. It's stupid. You do, he gets on a spaceship in a three-piece suit. Just saying. Why are they going back to suits and ties and, and all that? Three? He went to space <laughs> in a three-piece suit. I got you. I got you. And go. He goes to space <laughs> in a three-piece suit. I didn't even notice the three-piece suit, honestly. He just walks onto the stupid spaceship in what he put on that morning. He doesn't bring a bag. Nothing. But but genetics. Oh, yeah. Evidently, it just grows underwear on you at just random moments. Like, oh, I need new underwear. <laughs> Only have two words in defense. Doctor Who. That's different. No, he goes no, in no, space no, 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 no. in a three-piece suit. He, he goes travels to through time in he a three-piece space and travels through time on a TARDIS, <laughs> not a spaceship built by people. <laughs> At least in that movie, I don't have to worry about a man getting on a spaceship in a three-piece suit. Just saying. 
I, I enjoyed the discussion. I really enjoyed kind of as we talk about these episodes and what they mean and what each of us gets out of them and why it might be good or might not be good. Uh, I felt like some of these were the ones that we had some very, very deep discussions about. And so that was that was my number five. Okay. Yeah. And I'll agree with you that even though it's something that, yeah, I didn't, well, and I wouldn't say I didn't enjoy the movie uh, totally. I I did enjoy it somewhat up to a certain extent, but just not enough. I think it still ranks as one of the movies I technically dislike, but um, you're right that even when we have movies that we dislike, I think we still discuss them well. And yes, that was a good discussion. And I think it ranks pretty well amongst our downloads too. I think, uh, who knows? I don't know if there were bots out there that raised the numbers on that, but that one kind of rose up a little bit more quickly than, than some of the others. So yeah, maybe other people enjoyed that discussion too. And and if people didn't know we were review that movie and are curious about it now, check, check it out. All right. We're so almost number, to the top three. We're number four. Okay. My number four was episode 44, and that was Best and Worst Series Finales Part 1. And the reason I picked Part 1 was because we, we kind of divided it between Best and Worst Series Finales. And Part 1 was the best. Part 2 was the worst. So I, I picked Part 1. But for the overall list, we'll lump them together. It's Parts 1 and 2. So... um so, yeah, again, I love the TV topics, and that was such a big topic that, like I said, we split up into two parts, um, and I just enjoyed talking about TV, and and I think there were some hot takes in there, too. You, uh, Dave, you kind of predicted some things that I was going to yeah. pick up amongst my favorites, and they were actually not. They were least favorites, and, um, and I think we also defended our positions well as to uh, – as to our picks, but we also opened up the discussion with descriptions of what makes a good or bad series finale. So we kind of introduced first what went into our judging of, of our list. So yeah, I, I really loved the discussion in that episode. Okay. I like it. I like it. Andrew, what you got in your number four spot? My number four is, hang on, let me pull up the episode number. Episode number 51, The Princess Bride. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. And not only was this one of my all-time favorite movies, it was also the first episode of season two, which is good. It was. Yeah. We all love this movie, except for Debbie Downer Todd. (laughs) I... Mm, I'm on the border between liking it and loving it, but I'm, I'm definitely on the positive side of it. I just yeah. don't so, like it as much as the rest of the world. Yeah. And I remember mentioning one story and it was about Dave and it was about how at my parents rehearsal wedding, he got on the mic and said, marriage, marriage is what brings us together today. And go. Marriage. Marriage is what brings us together today. Marriage, that blessed arrangement, that dream within a dream, and love, true love. Skip to the end. Skip to the end. Do you have the wing? Say man and wife. Man and wife. That's it. End time. Story at my mom's. They were like 
practicing for like her wedding and one of her friends went up and just said that yeah that was me oh that was you yeah <laughs> that was me the pastor was pissed bro she did not like that and that's just that's I just think, hilarious and that's just that such a good thing was, to do i think that episode was about 50 percent quotes that's confirmed <laughs> yeah we were just quoting the whole movie out of so but yeah, it was a great movie. It was a great, yeah, that was a great movie. I mean, it is, I think, um, one of the few tens that I've given. So, you know, I, I, it's up there. Our love is like a storybook story. And it's as real as Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop. I actually, I owned the tape at one point. Oh, no, it's a great song, just not you. I know, yeah, yeah. This is, saying. Where, this is where my wife tells me, no, please don't sing. Yeah, please, please stop. My number four was actually our Dungeons and Dragons Christmas um, special, which I kind of okay. did, uh, you know, officially loop into, you know, episodes 34, 35, and 36. Um and yeah, so I looped that all together. And Todd, you had that in your sixth position? Uh, five. Five. Okay. So there's just one below you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I probably could pick a, a favorite episode. It would have either been the first one or the second one. Oh, um, wow. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, the first one was the best. The third one was second best. And the second one was just okay okay previously on the discerning geeks portal we have a very special D episode my name is anical i'm an elf paladin because i rule i play ray who is a rogue i am playing dwelric alderpaw grunmoth a level 10 forest gnome druid you guys had performed a very powerful magical spell in attempts to contact the gods it is snowing fine i'll knock on the door just a, a small little boy kind of laying and, and coughing i'm bob i was going to ask is the kid named tiny tim it is what is uh, wrong with the little tim <laughs> you see a pale, translucent man, Jacob Marley. Scrooge will be visited by three spirits. It's actually better than most of the stuff we're expected to do. <laughs> well, that is true. Does this look like the Scooby-Doo manner? Yeah, it's done. <laughs> Jakey's! Oh, oh, cheese and crackers. We're being attacked by a roof. I cast Minor Illusion and make it look like a snowman is around. And I hide behind the snowman. You must. In Scrooge's chamber by the twelfth strike of midnight. And at that time, you hear the clock strike one. Fine. Okay, I'll bolt the door when we get in. Go, Scout. You could miss a step to the window. <laughs> Outside of it. <laughs> the times of the hour as it reaches 12 o'clock. How did you get in here? I am the spirit of Christmas past. There is much work ahead of us this night. You find yourself in a boarding school classroom. Young Ebenezer is approached by a tall man with a package. His proportions seem ever so slightly off, as if he is more a creature than a man. Suddenly, shadows spring to life around the room, surrounding young Ebenezer and the creature. One of the shadows dives into the creature and disappears. The remaining ones silently turn their attention to you. Roll for initiative. And now, the continuation. 
but yeah, I just thought that was fun. It was fun to play together. It was fun to be able to, that was our first experiment with, could we do a and d and figure out a way to record it and make it into a packageable thing for our podcast? And while it definitely wasn't perfect, I think we had some some issues. I know we had some sound recording that we had to, that we lost with Andrew again and that you had to edit in and do some editing. I think there was, uh, I think it still turned out really well. I thought it was very entertaining. I thought it was a strong story. Um, I will admit kind of being the dungeon master, I felt like it definitely got rushed towards the end because it went much longer than we had anticipated. Oh yeah. So, you know, it ends up being, you know, good three episodes and, and they're fairly, fairly long episodes. But uh, hopefully if you got some time to kill, check out our, our Christmas episode. I thought it was a lot of fun to do. Um, a lot of, so. See, yeah, now, it, if I hadn't put in honorable mention because I didn't know how we were, if we were just choosing one episode or if we were much smushing them together, I would have definitely put that in top five, at least. Okay. Oh, wow. Previously on the Discerning Geeks portal. So the creature you're facing is called a lie. Undead creatures formed from shadows, semi-corporeal bodies. Correct. Now what kills shadows best? Light. Go with the light. That makes sense. Magic missile. Yeah, radiant damage. So I'm going to try casting moonbeam. Way to go, Ray. What? I didn't even know necrotic damage was a thing. All right, I'm going to cast Aura of Vitality around myself. Wow, 18 points of damage. Get off me. That hits. It's been a while, okay? Don't judge me. I'm going to have to move the moonbeam back onto it. It's almost like a creature wearing a... a a person suit. I haven't been paying attention. He knew who he was messing with. We'll keep going after this fella. I'm going to go with chromatic orb. Okay. Dissolves into nothing. You also take 10 damage. Ow! Are you trying to dissolve yourself oh, again? <laughs> I'd like to stress dissolve himself again. All right. I'm going to cast charm monster. Flirting with a monster? They go on a um, couple of dates, get married, have kids, fall deeply in love, live happily ever after. I'm going to turn into a cave bear. 20. Oh, wow. Wow. And yeah. that one dissolves yeah. two more of these shadowy figures materialize out of the corners. What? One oh near my God. 12. <sighs> Game over, man. Did a cave bear just eat 12? <laughs> <laughs> cast daylight in the middle of the room. Back, foul beast, back! Back to the depths of shadow hell where you came from. The power of daylight compels you! Alright, so make it brighter. We'll set the schoolroom on fire. I don't know, Doyle. I'm, I'm almost thinking maybe we ought to attack the thing in front of the young Ampanezer. And your present becomes your future. So you can't actually change anything in the future. You have to change it in the past. What? What? Sneak attack. Ooh, natural 20. Oh. Right, that's the one to kill, boys. Okay, yeah, we'll do a searing smite. Okay. 26 damage. The shadow completely evaporates. <sighs> Purple book with arcane symbols engraved in gold. I had forgotten this man. He offered to help me when I got older. Was there some price to it, spirit? The schoolroom begins to fade away. No. A short rest at this point. The fireplace shakes violently. A giant man wrapped in a hunter's leather and a green cloak. You should know by now. I am the spirit of Christmas present. Hold tight now. So you guys all quickly grab hold to this cloak trailing behind this giant. I and kick off Dave. And ride with the spirit to the Cratchit's house, taking in the amazing view. You can see the whole town laid before you as you fly over the tall buildings. 
And now, the conclusion. Panicking, Scrooge cries out in alarm and holds tight to the spirit as you are flung into the night sky and fly over the town. The sight is um, yeah, and just to emphasize the imperfection of that, that was a Christmas-themed episode, or, or three episodes, that we recorded in January, <laughs> and that I uh, was able to edit. I think I got one or two of the episodes out in January, and the other one or two episodes came out in February. Uh, so we were already behind on it, for one thing. And then, yeah, like you said, we had some audio problems. I, uh, Andrew dropped out at some point. And that was before we had our contract with Joanna. Yep. <laughs> so we had to sub out the the voiceover contract to Santa Claus. And so that was embarrassing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it was fun, though. It was a fun episode. Um, all right. I'm anxious. We are there. We are in the top three. Okay. Um, so, yeah, my number three, uh, and again, I, I need to go back and see which part, was Episode 67, The Lord of the Rings Trilogy, Part 2. And I had to make a little bit of a rush decision on that. Part 1 was still pretty good, but Part 2, I think, is probably where the meatier part of our discussion was. Uh, Also, we did a little something different with the lightning round where we didn't time it. We just tried to list off our remaining points as much as possible. Um, And I think, I can't remember, at some point, Dave, I think you said something like... uh, all right, do you have any remaining points or anything like that? And I said something like, I've got 14 more points to be interested. <laughs> I can't remember. I had like this incredibly high number because let's face it, Lord of the Rings trilogy. Those are three of the, some of the best movies ever made for me. They are at the top for my favorite movies ever made. And there is just so much to talk about, especially positive. And yes, there were some nitpicks in there too. Uh, so there was just a lot to go over and I thought it made a really good discussion. I like it. I like it. Andrew, what you got in your number three spot? Top three. My number three is Battle Colon Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, All right. All right. Talk to me about Battle Colon Los Angeles. Okay. Well, this movie is an amazing strategy movie. It's I just loved our discussion, just talking about the tactic tactics that are going through these people's brains on both sides, alien and the Marines and just seeing them all pull together and just to fight this one force. It was an amazing movie and an amazing discussion. And it's one of my all time favorite episodes we've ever done. Nice. Wow. Interesting. Okay. okay. Interesting. I like it. I like it. And do you have the episode number on that? Uh, episode 86. Yeah. Okay. All right. My number three is episode number one, The Martian. Okay. The episode that started it all. Welcome, everybody, to the Discerning Geeks portal, where we will take a discerning look into all things geek. I'm Dave, and I'm joined by my best friends, Dave. Say hey, Dave. No. No. (laughs) And Todd. Todd, are you with us? Yeah, I'm here. Awesome. Awesome. You guys having a good week so far? I'm not your puppet. You're not my puppet. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. Yeah, don't tell me what to do. You can't just poke me and I'll just perform like some sick animal in a cage. This was our first 
published episode and we talked about, you know, the Martian, the movie, and I, I think it set the tone. I think we, in that first episode, set the tone for what we wanted to do with this podcast. We wanted to discuss it. We wanted to, to be very discerning. We wanted to look at positives. We wanted to find nitpicks and diff- and negatives in it. Um, and we wanted to be really, you know, intentional about how we looked at movies. And I just felt like, it was a great discussion. And even though we really, I kind of feel like we didn't know what we were doing at the time. Um, sadly, our audio quality is probably not the best because none of us really had good quality microphones at the time. We're um, still struggling with that. <laughs> yeah. Our, our editing, you know, was, was pretty rudimentary, you know, at the time. So, yeah, but at the same time, I felt like, it deserves a place of honor. It's what started it all. And I still like going back and listening to that episode. So even though it was our first one and it was a little rough, so I think it deserves a top three finish. So It was definitely tough leaving that out. It was one of the toughest to leave out of the top 10 for me right. um, because yeah, it is, it's kind of weird for it to be our very first episode and to still be one of our best, which there again, what does that say? It's all downhill <laughs> from there. Um, but yeah, I, I I guess it is good that we got off to a good start because we could mm-hmm. look back on it and say, oh, that first episode was a disaster. It wasn't. Um, so yeah, um, I, I'm okay with those spots. Number two, Todd. Number two, okay. Uh, again, I like the TV topics. So at number two, I've got favorite sci-fi TV characters part two. And for the sake of the combined list, it'll be parts one and two. Um, but like I said, I love the, the TV topics, especially characters, because I'm, I'm always talking about how important characters are to, to movies and TV shows for me. Uh, one of the things I, I say all the time is it's getting to the point that TV shows are becoming more and more cinematic. Uh, studios are pumping more and more money into making them look like movies. So there's usually very little issue, if any, with production quality or acting. So what does it come down to? Story and characters and maybe to a certain extent dialogue. Uh, So characters are extremely important. And so uh, I love that that two-parter finally is something I've been waiting to do for so long. Finally gave gave me the chance to highlight favorite characters, but especially characters from Babylon 5. It felt so good to say, number one, Jakar from Babylon 5 is the <laughs> number one greatest character in the history of characters, any genre, any medium. So uh, yeah, that's my number two. There's the Babylon 5 reference we've all been expecting eventually. I'm kind of surprised that wasn't your number one because... It had everything that you like. It had the TV, it had the characters, and it had lists, which is yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> which is Todd's like, oh, it's a list episode. I love it. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty cool, though. I like that. was a good episode. So, that was your number two. Andrew, what you got? I have episode number 96, Predator. Oh, wow. okay. One of the more recent ones. Okay. And. It was one of Dave's suggestions, and he passed away before we got to make it. So we yep. did kind of take a whack at what he would have rated it yep. at the end of the podcast, and I liked that. And I also just liked the movie. I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'll be back. He's one of my favorite all-time just people. 
and it's a movie about big guns. And I got to talk about how much I love Arnold and big guns. And, you know, it's just one of my favorite episodes because of that. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. right. I like it. My number two, and I think this one's a sleeper. I, I could be wrong, but a little bit of a sleeper. But again, this is why we do this podcast. We all have different opinions on what we like, what we don't like. Episode 32, The Lake House. Oh, wow. D- number two? Number two. Okay. Mm. <laughs> oh, no. Mm. <laughs> and again, I enjoy us delving into these movies. And I love when I feel like we flush something out of a movie maybe is a nuance and it's a new way of looking at it. And we all kind of come out of an episode going, wow, that's really interesting. Now, granted in the lake house, I think it was basically Dave's um, contingent that it was all based on the dog. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) So what's, what's your thoughts on the the metaphysical of this Dave? Kind of as we're, we're the thing is, 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 you know, you guys keep talking about the mailbox. I don't think the mailbox has anything to do with it. I think the mailbox is simply the vehicle. I think it's the dog. Ooh. Oh. Because if you think about it, this dog magic is... Magic dog. It's a, I don't know if you want to call it a magic dog. I mean, really, truly, I think there's even a concept that you could almost go so far as saying God is a dog in this film. But, you know, I mean, I think there was some... We, we, we squeezed that movie and kind of sift through it and found things in it that I feel like the average person doesn't just see and get. And we looked for that deeper meaning and we were able to really be discerning about it. And so it stands out for me um, as we, as we looked at that movie and what it would mean. So it got my number two. Mm. Well, that's, that, that, that's definitely a good a good movie. I, I enjoyed watching that movie. I enjoyed the review. Uh, I'm not sure it was one of the more memorable reviews for me. Uh, okay. But yeah, I mean, like so many of the others, I think we did do a pretty good job of discussing the positives and negatives, theories, stuff like that. Uh, it, yeah, it, it was good. I, I just it couldn't couldn't quite reach top ten for me, or even honorable mentions. There, there were just too many, too many others, but yeah. So that, but that's interesting. Okay, we're here. We're at the number one. Drum roll, please. Number one is episode twenty-eight, Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh my gosh! Wow. I honorable mention because I love that episode. <laughs> okay. And and even now I'm thinking, is it really number one? Why did your voice get so high? But I think, I mean, all of these are super close by a razor thin margin. Oh, yeah. And I think the reason I let that rise to the top is because it, now keep in mind that's early on and our audio quality is pretty bad. Dave, you were talking about microphones. I think there's a lot of background noise coming from your, your microphone. And it sounded almost like a sink run. And I'm like, is Leanne doing something over the sink? And, and, and now when I listen to it, I'm like, no, I think Dave's microphone just sucked back then. <laughs> I'm not it sure. Yeah. yeah, because I, th- I think that's back when you were having to record in the kitchen because you didn't have your room upstairs yet. Yep. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, I think that is such a great episode partially because that is one of my favorite movies. It is a really good review. 
yes, because it is hard to say anything negative about that movie and we kind of gush about it and everything. I think we still kind of talk about it analytically. It's also one of our more upbeat episodes because we try to have some, you know, kind of positive messages in that, but we still joke around a lot. We also had some technical difficulties in that. Uh, that's when we were still using Craigbot in, uh, not Zencaster, uh, what do you call Discord. it? Uh, Discord. And in that one recording, we had technical difficulties, I think four times. And so each time I had to find a way of covering it up and everything and it, well, not covering up, but just kind of highlighting it and, and, you know, putting in sound effects for the transition in between and everything. And we kind of joked about how we had to keep starting over. I think when you just put it all together, it was one of our more fun, more positive, more upbeat, very positive message kind of movies. Or, or reviews of a movie and one of our best movies and it's a christmas episode i don't know just all around it just feels good so yeah for a multitude of reasons that's why it, it roasts the top he's the one that gets the turkey at the end oh yeah that's right i forgot but yeah <laughs> the one twice as big as i am <laughs> yeah the one that's twice as big as i am used twice as big as you are you know it's just great So weird. Take. Okay. Okay. This is this is strange. Now recording. Now recording. <laughs> so yeah. So Craig got a phone call from his mother and decided to leave for a moment. So yeah, we're back at this now. But luckily, the only thing I had to finish up was uh, just to explain to you if you. If if you didn't live through this time or if they want to tell you, number one, uh, when all of us can finally get back together, uh, we're going to disappear for like three days. We're just going someplace and doing something, even as just hanging out. And we've even joked about how we're just going to go like to the next town over just to spend time together. Now recording. Great. Take four. <laughs> how many, how many times did you type Craig join boy? I don't know. You're going to have like, that's like, how do I edit? Like, 15 these guys are my family and 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 so are you and so at the very least know that you know when i say merry christmas i, I mean it to everybody um and yeah Muppet christmas carol helps with that find something that makes you passionate it'll come come around i promise <laughs> Now recording. Uh, okay, well, apparently we're um, not supposed to get very mm. sentimental here. <laughs> Evidently not. Craig is yeah. not a sentimental robot because he's like, no, when they start getting mushy, I'm just leaving. <laughs> Freaking um, emotional humans. Okay. I like it. It was a great episode. It was fun. Um, I'm not sure how it kind of slipped out of my, my top 10. I, I Just one that I, I didn't think about too much when we you know, when I was doing, putting this list together. So that's a good one though. Andrew, what you got is number one. Do I get a jumble? A jumble yeah. too? Thank you. Thank you. Now, if you're paying attention, you know what this is. This is episode number 91. Kung. Pow. Wow. Number one. Okay. Yes. 
And I forgot um, we had that still in stasis. <laughs> yeah, I did too. Stasis. Uh, Todd had it at number 10, and I brought it all the way down to number one. Kung Pao. Now Kung just. Pao. I'll do the rundown, okay? Okay. It's Kung right, Pao, okay? All you need to know is a guy beats up a cow and uses his udders for stuff, and that's all you need to know about this movie. That's literally it. Okay, it's a great movie starring such and such and such. A guy gets kicked in the groin and taught out. Okay. <laughs> Memories of watching this movie, eating wings, laughing, and just... Just memories of our time together watching this movie and the discussion we had talking about this absolutely gut buster, hilarious movie. <laughs> I mean, it had a kung cow. Like, how could you yeah. not laugh? I mean, this was an absolutely hilarious movie and the quotes were just as funny in our review. It, it was just fond memories. Now, if you're an outsider looking in, I, I probably have bias just because of us seeing it together and eating wings because I love wings, but um, I don't know. But no, it, I just—it's my number one. So I know both time. of y'all put it in stasis. So how do y'all feel about it? So it's your top. It was your number ten, right, and um, Todd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was my number nine. Um, made the list for many of the same reasons. I will. I will. It will probably always have a spot in my heart just because we did get to sit down together and all watch this movie uh, with Dave before he passed Um, and it uh, it was it was an interesting movie (laughs) it was an interesting one to discuss Uh, I'm still not even sure how to think about rating that movie and we've already done that but anyways it was just a it was an interesting movie um but it definitely has kind of a special place for me and, and a big part of that maybe a little biased um, not much to do with the podcast except that we did get to all watch that together it's one of the few episodes of a, that we did a podcast on a movie that we actually got to sit down and and all be together and watch so yeah and I'll just reiterate uh, that yeah it, now it was a little bit different for me and Dave Teague because we had seen the movie before and so this was a grand experiment for us because we found it hilarious when we saw it in the theater and then when we saw it on video a few months later and but that was two decades ago so we were kind of wondering is it going to hold up and it didn't it didn't hold up it wasn't as funny Uh, I mean it was still amusing but not as funny and therefore I can't rank the movie or even our review super high, but the reason it had to squeak into the top 10, no matter what was for all the nostalgic reasons that you guys talked about. It was the last time all four of us were together. It was only the second time that we uh, reviewed a movie that we saw together. The first time was black widow in the theater. And it was the next to last episode that Dave T was on before he passed away, but his last one was about time and he didn't watch that movie. So he's just, he's, he's in that episode, but just barely. So in a way, this is technically Dave's last significant episode. So yeah, it had to be in the top 10, no matter what. Uh, It's also the only movie or the only episode where all three of us ranked it. So, um, so even though the movie itself, you could debate whether it's that good, the episode itself is very significant for us. Yeah. 
I feel like when they got to the cow scene, some of the jokes were just milked a little bit. Oh. They milked that cow for all it was worth. Oh. Oh, wow. That was utterly terrible. No! <laughs> now who's beating a dead cow? <laughs> Let's move along, people. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Y'all can do this till the cows come home. <laughs> Edit out Dave Lavick for two minutes, bro. That's, that's better than, than the movie, and we're not scripted. Oh my, oh my goodness. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Um, boom, right along. Oh, wow. All right. I guess it's down to me. My last one. Yep. My number one um, episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And again, I'm kind of following with that theme of episodes that I felt like we dug deeper than the most. Oh, I, I bet I know. And it is episode number four, our mm-hmm. Real Steel episode. Yep. I loved recording this episode. Um, it is one of my all-time favorite movies. Um, I enjoyed the discussion. I, I love how we tweaked out, you know, that there was some kind of sentience with this robot and, and, and explored a few different paths as to what that would mean. Um, and, you know, I think everybody enjoyed watching it. It was pre-Andrew, but um, it, this may be an ep- uh, To me, this is probably the top movie that we've reviewed that I wonder if we shouldn't like do a, a review again, like go back and recap at some point. <laughs> and I don't know why, but I just feel like there's still more to uncover with real steel. Um, so yeah, that was my number one uh, episode. It is actually our, our most listened to episode. So oh, that's yeah, that's right. As as uh, our listeners have listened, I think we've talked about this episode multiple times, and and it is our most listened to episode um, according to our statistics from our podcast. Yeah, and I I kind of thought that you might put that somewhere in the list, and that was another one, just like The Martian, that was very hard to keep out of the top ten because. Again, it's our number four episode. You think we would still suck back then? And we blew that out of the water because Real Steel is a good movie, but it's not one that you hear about that often. Yeah, Every okay. once in a while, I'll, I'll see a little bit of buzz on the internet that they are thinking about maybe making a sequel or a TV show or something. And then that goes nowhere. Uh, so it's kind of an obscure movie, and it's not one that many people really think about or that hear that much about. And for all of us to 
truly be into that movie. And not only that, but to find, as you said, deeper meaning in the movie and all these theories. I think each one of us had yeah. either <laughs> had either some kind of heightened emotional response to it or a theory about it. it it's like, how did we get all that out of real steel? It's a robot movie. It, but there was there was more to it than that. This is a special movie for me. Um, yes. My wife and I went and saw this movie on our honeymoon. Which so, wife? Oh. Oh, second one. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just checking. Um, we had a rainy day where we were just looking to kill some time. So we went to the movies together and saw this and loved it. Another cool thing, I'm not sure if this actually influenced or not. Of course, our first daughter's name is Evangeline. So it could have been influenced by this movie. Not in a subconscious kind of way. Evangeline Lily. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys feel like there was development as a character, even for Adam, the robot? I don't know about development, but that might tie into my weird theory. And then in the very last shot, when we see the three of them together, Charlie, Max, and Adam, a light shines between them, and that light fills the screen in the final moment. So here's my theory. Could it be in some small, unspoken way that maybe Max saw Adam as more than just a robot and maybe the spirit of his mom looking out for him and trying beyond death to bring the boy and the father together. Wow. I actually had similar thoughts. Oh, really? Yeah, I have similar thoughts. I didn't. No, I did. I I had similar thoughts. Evidently, I'm the only one that decided to watch the director's cut. It is not specifically mentioned whether or not it is her. But it is alluded to throughout the whole film whether Adam is sentient or not. Mm-hmm. That is done excellently. According to the director, the scene where they do get invited to the champ suite and they leave and he's staring into the mirror, that scene originally was going to have Adam move by himself. He was going to either tilt his head or he was going to readjust his position on the table by himself without anybody controlling him or anything. And that was to give away finally there before his first fight in the robot boxing league that there was more to it. By far why it's my favorite. It, on the surface, it's a a robot fighting movie. You're like, okay, this is cheesy. There are a dime a dozen. But it was so well done and so deep and we each, like you said, found different things in it. So that's why it raises to the top for me. So that being said, we have kind of each gone through our top 10 list of what we think is our favorite episodes. We would love to hear from you. What would you put in your top 10 list as far as episodes that we've done? Ones that you've enjoyed and said, hey, I want more like that. Definitely let us know. Email us, discerninggeeks at gmail.com or at Twitter at discerninggeeks. Um, let us know what your top 10 is. Once we release this episode, we'll post our top 10s um, in our Facebook, kind of more in a, like a, a spreadsheet format so everybody can look at them. But we want to hear from you as well. What's your top 10 episodes? Todd, I'm sure, is calculating something behind the scenes to kind of put our list together and see if we can come up with any kind of consensus. Plugging it into the IBM for NASA. (laughs) Okay, yes. Uh, Now, we're going to have a whole lot of ties because I did not get super sophisticated with the uh, scoring system. Basically, uh, our number 10 
was one point, or number nine was two points, and so on. And I just took the sum. And I thought we were going to have a lot more overlaps, but we didn't. So we, we kind of less than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So we really, we really kind of end up having just a whole bunch of ties. Okay. <laughs> um, so now, in fact, because of ties, we don't have a clear top. 10, we have a top 11. We do have a more clear top 15 or a top 20. So how high do you want me to go? Mm, do just the top 10. Yeah, let's do the top 11 or whatever, because, yeah, for time. Okay. So with the combined eight points, uh, we have a three-way tie at rank nine, and that would be Killer Clowns from Outer Space, The Lord of the Rings Trilogy, Parts 1 and 2, and Battle Los Angeles. Wow, I can't oh. believe Battle Los Angeles got in there. <laughs> we, we really do have different tastes. Uh, and then we have another three-way tie for rank six, and that is The Lake House, Favorite Sci-Fi TV Characters Parts 1 and 2, and Predator. Okay. And then with a combined point total of 10 points, we have uh, a two-way tie at rank four of Real Steel, and Muppet Christmas Carol. And then we actually do have some more point combinations uh, in these uh, top three. At rank three, with 12 points, we have The Martian. And then with 13 points, we have a two-way tie at number one for Kung Pao and D&D One-Shot Parts 1, 2, 3. Nice, nice. Wow, this was this is definitely a very interesting list. This is not what I thought, thought it would end up being like. <laughs> very cool, very cool. So for our second part of this episode. Oh, oh wait, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I was wrong about one thing. Uh, I said that Kung Pao was the only one where all three of us ranked it. The other one was Killer Clowns. So we had Kung Pao and Killer yeah, Clowns yeah. that we all yeah. had on our list. Yeah, um, and in fact... I think we only have one where two of us vote. No, there were two where two us voted on the Martian and the D and D one shots. Yeah. yeah, everything else was a single. Wow. Okay. Yeah, not a whole lot of of, of overlap. I'm kind of surprised as well. I, I felt like we would have a lot of uh, repetitive, but each again, that's why we do this because we're discerning geeks and we each have our own thing that we're looking for and our own things that we like and dislike. And that's why we rate some of the movies so differently and, and do some of the lists so differently. So very cool. Um, so our second part of this episode is we are introducing our new last season. We did the wheel of insanity. We have retired the wheel and now we are stepping through the portal, so to speak. And each week we're going to step through a different portal determined randomly by our dice roll in a nice spreadsheet that Todd creates for us. We have each given 15 suggestions for topics that we're going to cover. And so we're going to give you a peek behind the curtain and we're going to go ahead and give you the list of each of our topics that we have put on the, the portal for us to go over in the next season. So you know what to look forward to. Maybe there's one you'll hear and you'll be like cheering for, Oh, do this next episode next, do this episode next. We don't have any control of it. We do it randomly, but we did have control over what we put on our list. 
And Todd, you have the list for us. Yeah. And I have a suggestion on how we can do this. Just so one of us is not hogging the mic for too long. I was thinking we could give like five at a time. Okay. Kind of, kind of take turns and that'll be three rounds and it'll work out well because we are also keeping Dave Teague's remaining picks from season two on Correct. the, on the list. And I'm looking and he just happens to have nine. So if we do three rounds, I can give you three of his movies as well. Awesome. Per round. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. So who wants to go first? Andrew, do you want to go first? Yeah. I also okay. made my list first. So, uh, yeah, go for it. Starting off, we have my half of the MCU movies in Fates 2, which is Ant-Man, Age of Ultron, and my all-time favorite Marvel movie, Guardians of the Galaxy. Sweet. Okay. All right. Then we move on to Shazam, which is the best DC movie. Okay. Wow. And then the Fear Streak Saga, which is a horror series which i've been talking about a lot on the podcast and i would like for y'all to watch it and see how y'all feel about it but those are my first five okay so how how many episodes is fear street uh it's three parts right now and is each part just like a tv movie Um, or is it a season not really it's like a movie yeah each each part's like a movie okay sounds good all right dave do you want to go next i'll go next i'll go ahead and go next all right, you know, I've, I've got to go old school. So I had to throw some oldies on there for you guys. I'm not sure if, I'm not even sure if Todd's watched these. I know Andrew's probably never heard of them. Mm, um, old. Old. Lady Hawk. Early 80s. It's about a guy trying to help a couple break a curse where um, the wife is a lady by day. <laughs> I mean, it's a hawk, yeah, lady by day and a hawk by night. And her husband is a panther by day and then he's a man at night. No, the lady becomes a hawk during the day, not at night. And at night, not the day, the man becomes a wolf, not a panther. I think you made the same mistake when this movie was mentioned in a previous episode. I'm not convinced you've actually seen this movie. Um, and they've been cursed and they have to uncover, you know, undo this curse. So it's older uh, fantasy movie. Um, one of my favorites. So we have that. Another oldie, Dragon Slayer. And then the original Highlander movie. Um, with soundtrack by Queen. Very awesome. Uh, something we've been talking about since the inception of this podcast, and I tried to do a couple of them this time, make sure they got on the wheel. Um, and I just named them Movie versus Showdown, but I'm not sure if that's going to be what sticks. But basically, we're taking two movies that kind of came out pretty much very close to each other, same topics, that kind of thing, and doing a comparison. And the first and easiest one is Armageddon versus deep impact and i know todd kind of had to take a deep breath because that means he has to watch armageddon again um but we all enjoy deep impact i think so and my fifth one is another one i think i've heard todd say he wasn't a big fan of and it was a fairly recent movie but i loved it and it's the movie passengers Mm, i had mixed feelings about that one it was okay 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 
Okay. Yeah. And, and it's weird that, that you've got some showdowns on your list. I was the one that suggested showdowns and then we never got around to it. And then we make this list. I'm like, nah, screw it. And you're the one that picks the showdowns, including Armageddon versus Deep Impact, which yes, I have uh, suggested before, but then I was like, do I really want to suggest that? Because that means I have to watch Armageddon. In right. fact, I had Deep Impact on my list. And then when I saw your That's list, right. I was like, okay, I'll take Deep Impact off since you have, uh, have it as part of the verses. So for my list, I'm going to go ahead and get these out of the way since they're kind of lumped together. Uh, I often talk about how we, we don't do enough TV topics. So I've got several TV topics on the wheel this time. And, and in case you haven't figured out so far, this time our wheel is, or not wheel, the portal is not just 15 movie suggestions, but a mix of movies and other things. So my first five picks that are related to TV are top 10 favorite sci-fi, fantasy, and horror TV female characters. Uh, part of the reason I picked that is that we did a, uh, a favorite characters, favorite TV characters list uh, a, a while back. In fact, it was in my top 10, but unfortunately because of sci-fi being what it is, it ends up getting populated by more male characters and female characters. And I said in that episode, sometimes we ought to feature just the female characters. And so this would be our chance to do that. Uh, then I wanted to do something as far as like favorite episodes, uh, maybe favorite shows, maybe favorite seasons. But when it comes to favorite episodes, you have a problem of, okay, how do you deal with two parters and three parters? Do you lump them together? Stuff like that. So I just forced the issue. And my next four entries are top 10 favorite sci-fi fantasy and horror TV seasons or no, excuse me, shows then top 10 favorite sci-fi fantasy and horror TV seasons then top 10 favorite sci-fi fantasy and horror tv multi-episode stories and then top 10 favorite sci-fi fantasy and horror tv single episode stories and in parentheses and tv movies so All one right. way or another we're going to get some tv topics in there there you go, <laughs> Apparently. There you go. and <clears throat> then since i've got the list i'll go ahead and give three of dave teague's um earth girls are easy <laughs> yay <laughs> That'll, that'll be interesting. My favorite sci-fi girl already list is, is being formed by that movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then The Entity, which I don't know much about, but I'm a little bit worried because it looks like a horror movie. I think it's a horror movie, yeah. Yeah. And then The Mist, which I think is kind of like a sci-fi horror. And the yeah. thing I'm most worried about it, that is I know hardly anything about it except I was over at Dave Teague's house one time picking him up for a movie when he was watching the end of that movie. And I don't think I watched the end, but I think he described the end to me. And I'm like, Ooh, yeah. so I, I know I don't like the way that movie ends, Yeah, um, but he picked it. So we're leaving it on there. We might roll it. And if we do, we'll just, we'll just have to deal with it. All right. <laughs> okay. So Andrew is back to you. Moving on. I have, what is the best star Wars movie? Question mark. Okay. We did something similar a while ago, but I think it was saved as a backup episode and never got published. Okay. Then I have the movie Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds, Ghostbusters one. 1. Okay. Beetlejuice. Yeah, Beetlejuice. And then Godzilla King and the Monsters, because you know <laughs> I like it when they destroy the building. And that's my second. Set of five. Okay. Okay. All right. Interesting. And I noticed that you had a different Godzilla movie on the wheel in season two. And so you switched up for season three, right? Yep. Okay. I got a couple more of the movie versus showdowns. I've got um, Dante's peak versus volcano. 
Okay, interesting. Then I have Top Gun versus Iron Eagle. Okay. And I have the movies After Earth versus Oblivion. So we've got four of those versus showdowns on the wheel or under the, on the portal this time to choose from. And then a couple others. I have the movie The Fifth Element and kind of another almost unknown movie. Um, to me, this is very you know, kind of almost like a Gattaca type movie that a lot of people haven't seen and, and don't know about, but I thought it was a great sci-fi movie. Uh, the movie called dark city. So yeah, that, that's, that's an interesting choice. So that's the five that I have or my next five. What you got Todd? Uh, Oh, sorry. I was, I was looking around. That's why I didn't see the fifth element under yours. I still had it under mine for some reason. Um, that's another one where we duplicated. So we traded, um, so let me make sure all of mine are on here. Yeah, I think I'm missing something. Uh, oh, I think I messed up. I think you're supposed to have the fifth element, and I was supposed to replace it. And I apologize. That was on me. Um, I took your fifth element. So I actually have a replacement. That's the one I, I for that. So I, I'm sorry. That, that was we had that conversation and I've, I forgot to take it off my list. And I see my added to. No, uh, no, you did. You uh, put another one on there in place of that um yeah so yeah so, the fifth element yours right okay okay yeah sorry so i will go ahead and my replacement for that one um is the movie paycheck um so yeah sorry i kind of stole your thunder on fifth element but go ahead yes so for me the fifth element is on there um and then andrew mentioned that he was taking half of uh, phase two of the MCU. So I'm taking the other half with Thor, the dark world, Iron Man three and Captain America, the winter soldier. And let me see. Uh, just recently we reviewed the movie national treasure. So I thought I would continue with that duology and pick national treasure Two: book of secrets. Cool. And then three more on Dave T's list. Uh, we've got red planet, RoboCop, and rollerball. Oh, nice. All right, Andrew, five more. Your last five. All right, these are my last five. We did Alien. So I have Aliens. Yay! Second movie in the franchise. I have another kind of question-based discussion. Uh, We did Phase 1 of the MCU, so I decided to go with what was the best Phase 1 MCU movie. And I'm thinking that we can go on, and as we do the different phases, at a certain point we can do, you know, the best phase, the best movies in each phase against each other at some Ooh. point, and maybe a March Madness style kind of like bracket thing. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, Discussion cool. for another season. I got you. Um, evil season one. Evil is a horror sort of TV show. It's very interesting. Um, how, how long is the season? Uh, not long. Less than 10 episodes, I think. Oh, okay. All right. Um, Alien franchise versus Predator franchise where we, you know, there's Alien versus Predator, but like I was thinking we could take those two franchises and sort of just put them together against each other because they're very similar in concept and being like, which one did better in this part and which one did better in that, you know? Okay. I have Lore season one, which is 
was a it is a podcast, but they made it into a TV show on Amazon Prime. And that's it. Okay. Okay. Sounds like a good list. Let's see. And lore season one only has like six episodes in first season. So that's not big either. So I have a couple of outliers. And I'm not going to lie. Some people would argue, hey, what's that doing on a Discerning Geeks Portal podcast? But I love them and I think everybody should experience them. So I've added a couple of movies that I think need to be on there. And the first is the movie Tombstone. So we have a Western. Okay. Yeah, I don't think uh, we've had a Western yet. We have not had a Western. Um, and this is my favorite all-time favorite Western. Um, I'll be curious to see what you guys think of it. Actually, we have had a Western. Back to the Future 3. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, second, we have, I have the movie Clue. Okay. <laughs> One that we were supposed to do last season. It was actually rolled and then disappeared from any kind of streaming services for a while, but is now back and is available. And I have checked and it is available to watch Young Frankenstein. Okay. Uh, one of my favorite movies, Mel Brooks. Dave Teague's last words on this podcast were a quote from Young Frankenstein, spoken at the end of episode 92. You haven't seen the door scene? <laughs> No, just just the button on the red scene. What a pair of knockers. Why, thank you. <laughs> and then I have two TV topic, discussion topics. So, you know, I wanted to throw a couple Todd's way. We don't do enough TV. And my first is Orville. Why is Yay! it the greatest sci-fi TV currently? Yes. That could so, be a two-hour episode. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to just discuss probably all three seasons of Orville and what it does right versus some of its, you know, other, yeah, trying mm -hmm. to do the same thing and not yeah. really doing good. This one will be an interesting one. And I kind of going out on a limb on it because we've only had a couple episodes and I've watched the first couple episodes and I liked it, but it's going to be curious to see where it goes. And that is the new TV series, the time traveler's wife. And I figured we would do a review and reaction of the first season. So we've got the time traveler's wife. We'll have to see if it's good. I don't even know if it's going to be good because they haven't come out with all the episodes yet. That's the show where the guy always travels through time naked. I prefer to call the show time travelers. Nice app. Have you seen? Well, I, I guess you haven't. See, I haven't uh, seen the last one came out last night and I haven't yeah. seen it yet. Um, I'll probably watch it tonight. Did you get to see it yesterday or last night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It was it was pretty good. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely enjoying. I, I'm definitely enjoying it so far. I was worried about Stephen Moffat because I wasn't thrilled with his uh, the stuff he put out for Doctor Who, but um, it, this show is pretty good so far. I have to admit. Okay, Todd, finish this out. You got your five, and then Dave's three. Yeah, and my list is going to be a little bit weird here at the beginning, too. You mean ending, not beginning. What is it with you guys getting so many things backwards? Uh, I have one more TV topic, and I was able to squeeze it in because of that trade, because we had that duplication with the fifth element and Deep Impact. But it's going to be a TV topic of one-season wonders. 
Okay. Uh, nothing mm. too specific there, just broad topics. So we can talk about the best ones, the worst ones, which ones had the most potential, which ones probably should have gotten canceled, whatever. Then let me see. We've talked about several MCU choices, but I did throw a couple bones to DC. So I have The Dark Knight because we did do Batman Begins in season two. So I thought we could uh, okay. try The Dark Knight and then also Wonder Woman. And I wasn't totally sure about that because I feel there's kind of a dominant opinion out there that I kind of agree with that the uh, the first two thirds of that movie are pretty good. It kind of falls apart in the in the final third. But uh, again, I think we need to to continue to throw some stuff toward women, um, and so I think that that's a, a good um, female centered movie. Um, and then something that was on my list last season that did not get rolled, and it's uh, another outlier, like you said, is The Muppets from 2011. I hate the title. I wish it had a more specific title, but I <laughs> love that movie. It was one of my favorite movies of 2011. And we've already m- reviewed a few other movies from 2011 that I like, so I, I still want to continue that in season three. And then another one that I had in season two that we didn't roll, and this is not science fiction fantasy at all, not even any Muppets in it or anything. It's just a straight up comedy. And that is down Periscope. <laughs> but they talked about a little bit with our water you doing episode, but not right, anything yeah. in depth. So yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it, it, yeah, like you said, we talked about it in the water you do an episode we talked about how great it was. And so, yeah, I think it's time that we, uh, try to see if, if Andrew would like it too. Okay. I like it. I like it. And then the three remaining on Dave's Dave Teague's list are Star Wars Episode Four, A New Hope, Tremors. I know we always loved all of those movies. <laughs> and then Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. I like it. I like it. Okay. Well, we are officially kicking off with this episode. This is episode one hundred. So episode 101 will officially kick off our season three. But what we've got to do is we've got to roll and see which portal we're going to jump through for our first episode. Are we ready? I've got my dice ready. You want me to do a D100? Yeah. Here we go. Oh, 71. Okay. And I, oh, oh, I just spilt water all over the place and oh, it's getting on my brand new mouse. Uh, okay. Uh, 71. Uh, that is, oh, National Treasure 2 Book of Secrets. Okay. Oh, come on. <laughs> Man, screw season three. I'm done with y'all. I'm signing off. Mic drop. Well, we could do something different this season and roll twice and then vote. No, 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 no. Let's keep it. We'll keep it going. We'll keep it going because it's going to be fair. No, we'll get we'll no. them all. Uh, that's a good. That's a good one because it's kind of like a good transition. We've already done you know National Treasure. It wasn't even that long ago. No, um, no. Just just a few episodes ago, we did National Treasure one. Um, so we'll get to go right into National Treasure two and and go from there. God, so. why did you hate me? I like it. I like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, we have finished episode 100, guys. Um, Super excited. I can't wait for season three. Um, We are going to mix things up a little bit as we get into season three. Hope you guys like it. We'll definitely kind of keep in some of the basic format, but uh, we'll, we'll. 
keep our lightning round. We'll keep our rating system. We'll keep uh, our doing our reviews and talking about it. But we've, we've got just a few twists we're going to throw in there at you with with each of these. So hopefully you'll stick with us and tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. We we, we listen. We you know we're not proud. We've like I said we've been doing this for a hundred episodes and still some of our favorite ones were from the very beginning. So. Um, but uh, let us know what you think and what we can do better. Guys, a very interesting list of our top tens and had fun revealing what's coming up ahead in season three. Thanks for joining me for our 100th special episode. That's all I got. Have a good evening. And for our listeners, continue to do whatever makes you a discerning geek. Have a good evening. Thank you for listening. Discerning Geeks Portal Season 3 and Andrew banging his head against the wall because of national treasure. It's not that bad. It is that bad, Tom. It is. Maybe you'll like the second one better. No. 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 You know how I know it's going to be bad? It's because it's like the Sith. There's always two. Okay. And with that, may the Force be with you. Always. Todd will probably like it better because they go to London. Ooh, yeah. That always helps. And there's the London reference. Granted, Todd didn't bring it up himself, but that still counts. Dragon Con, Babylon 5, and now London. Triumvirate of Todd obsessions complete. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. It depends on how you look at it. Well, there's Encounter at Farpoint Park. Whoops. Oh, who did we lose? I think we lost Todd. Q was pissed. Q said, I will disrupt the continuum and we will end this conversation. We would like to apologize. It seems that our friend is being judged by the continuum at this moment. Whoa, what happened? Where am I? Hello? Hello? It's like I'm in a featureless void. There's nothing here at all. Oh, except this note on Q Continuum Stationery? Huh, that's a nice font. Dear Pitiful Human, read the outro for your little review of the robot fighting movie and I'll return you to your own dismal space and time. Sincerely, the omnipotent, benevolent Q. Benevolent? He even underlined the word dismal. I was gonna read the outro anyway, and for the record, I think we proved it's more than just a robot fighting movie. Okay, whatever it takes to get home. Greetings, human and robotic listeners. Thank you for stepping through the portal with us for another episode of the Discerning Geeks Portal. Our email address is discerninggeeks at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at Discerning Geeks Portal and on Twitter at Discerning Geeks. Until our next match of the ring, be well, block those punches, and continue enjoying whatever makes you a discerning geek. Okay, I read the outro cue. Can I go now? Hello? Q? You're not going to keep me here, are you? Q? Please? Q, this isn't funny. Okay. I'll see you guys later. I'll talk to you later. Bye. And with that, that is going to be a wrap for today. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, Until next week. Thank you for joining us. Oh, what now?
must have transported me somewhere in space and time again, but not a void like last time. Oh, I get it. This is the Bonestell Recreational Facility near Starbase Earhart. But I've never been stabbed in the heart like Picard was. So why am I here? Ah, I guess this suddenly appearing note on Q Continuum Stationery will tell me. Dear pitiful human, I am the all-powerful, all-knowing Q. For your little outro, I know you really wanted to recreate the end scene of Deja Q when I get my powers back. But you had too much trouble finding royalty-free mariachi band music. Yeah, not much on the internet is free these days. I also know you didn't have a full script worked out in your head and that you procrastinated further by editing a future episode. Well, probably didn't, why don't you? So you'll have to settle for the Bonestell scene from Tapestry. Three surly Nausicans are about to come your way. How you choose to handle the situation will determine your fate. Choose one way and I will bestow upon you a life of adventure and excitement. Choose the other way, and I'll return you to your living room so that you can continue editing podcast episodes, eating salty snacks, and watching YouTube videos. Choose wisely, if you can. Sincerely, the omnipotent, benevolent Q. Benevolent? I think he means intrusive. Here come the Nausicans. Human! Play Domjot! Human! Uh, no, 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 thank you. Uh, it, it's really not my game. Um, that guy over there looks like a Domjot player, though. You are Undari, coward. <laughs> well, it's really more that I'm just busy. I, I need to record an outro for a podcast, so... Like all podcasters, you talk and you talk, but you have no grandpa. Did you say I have no grandpa? You have no grumba. Oh, grumba. Okay. I, I'll be honest. I don't know what that is, so I'm just going to take your word for it. Ocho lo resnek. Podcasters. <laughs> Ocho lo resnek indeed. Whew. That was a close call. Ready and Greetings, enterprising listeners, and thank you for stepping through the portal with us for another episode. You can find us on Facebook at Discerning Geeks Portal or on Twitter at Discerning Geeks. If you'd like to send us a subspace communique, our hailing frequency is discerninggeeks at gmail.com. Until the next time we're put on trial for crimes of humanity, be well, don't mess with Surly Noskins, and continue enjoying whatever makes you a discerning geek. Okay, Q, that's another outro done. I made my choice, and I'm ready to go back. I've got a couple matches of the movie trivia schmo down to watch on YouTube, and I had this sudden craving for chips and salsa. Q? Hello? You like to leave me hanging for a few seconds, don't you? Is this just for dramatic effect? You just let him destroy more of my childhood dreams. Oh. Michael Bay. Michael Bay, yeah. Thank you, yeah, him. Yeah, the one director that has destroyed more 80s and 90s kids' dreams than I could possibly tell you. I don't give a crap what anybody says. Ooh, it's the greatest stuff in the ever. You don't have any clue. You don't have any I clue. Wanna, I almost want to make a request now that we go back and we censor any time that we mention his name. Yeah, I think so too. I think we can just bleep it out. <laughs> he likes explosions. Just make a boom. Kind of open it up. Okay, I'll go first. I'm not quite sure why the alien showed up, and I'm not really sure why Robocop had to shoot him out of the sky. I also am not quite sure why there's the old school Robocop and the new school Robocop that's both in this movie, especially in the new school Robocop was like, what, 10 years after this film? But then they're fighting like Terminators that are like led by aliens, and Godzilla shows up and saves the day, and it just totally disappears, and nobody mentions it. Like, nobody sees it happen. I don't quite. 
I watched the wrong thing, didn't I? No, I've seen it. I just haven't watched it recently. Ready? Let me know. Yes. Go. Okay, so it's great when Matt Damon finally gets to the very end, and it's the whole epic like battle between him and the Adjustment Bureau, and it's like the Adjustment Bureau guy and the head dude and his big ass sword, and like all of his Adjustment Bureau guys, and then suddenly, when it looks like there's no way Matt Damon can beat like 300 people, like Captain America shows up, and these weird like rings start happening, and like Zawani, you know, goes Wanda forever or whatever his name is, you know, he shows up, and it's like the Avengers, and they save the day, and everything goes back to normal because you know. Uh, they adjusted everything twice. Uh, what the hell is going on, David? Uh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Am I good or what? <laughs> I'm driving here. Sorry, sorry. Have a nice day. Stupid podcasters. Anyway, where was I? Okay, I'm almost positive it's this door. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, I'm sorry. Go. Get out of I'm here. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm leaving. Bye. Sorry. Oh, and that was a lady's locker room. That's what I get for spilling coffee on my magic portal notebook. Well, I didn't get it. That was part of the problem. I didn't get it, and I'm one part of the podcast. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> you make lists. What? Nobody cares. What? Or whatever. <laughs> How dare you? Anyway, yeah, less Starfighter. Less Starfighter. I like that. I like that. Leanne, what'd you think of the Adjustment Bureau? Yeah, you liked it? The wife... The wife really enjoyed it. They're wanting a guest spot. Are you ready for a guest spot on the podcast sometime? She says, sure. Michael Caine, or more appropriately, Michael Caine, as Ebenezer Scrooge. I'm not sure I did that right, but I've always been told that you're supposed to pronounce Michael Caine as Mike O'Kane. Michael Caine. Uh, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. That's how you pronounce his name is Michael Caine. Got it. And then having Sam the Eagle be the headmaster of the school. It's was, the American way. Uh, Sam. It is the British way. Yeah. Awesome. And this is why we keep Todd around, because as much as he may, quote, nitpick something, he also finds out how to tell all you other nitpickers to go F yourself. <laughs> so we've got lightning sounds. We've got air horn sounds. So what is this going to be like a walrus sound or something? What? Um, why don't you oh, demonstrate mm-hmm. a walrus sound for us, please? Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> So, Andrew, this is where we talk about you being a Padawan and, and in training. Mm-hmm. And I can guarantee that at any point, if you want to, like, help in the editing process and add I sound. I can effects, edit. I've been editing for, like, the past three months on my YouTube. See, there you go. Then you can help out Todd with the editing. And this one's going to yeah, be Yeah, I've offered to help Todd. I am so happy to help, man. I don't care. Hey, you want to do this episode? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I said help, not do the whole thing. And that's what's wrong with kids today. They want to help, but they don't want to do anything. Okay, Captain America the First Avenger is starring Chris Evans as Steve Rogers slash Captain America. Haley Atwell as Peggy Carter, who went on oh, to start. Yeah. yeah, she went on to start in her own ABC series called Agent Carter for two seasons from 2015 to 2000 or 2015 to 2016. And I got to have my picture taken with Haley Atwell at London Film and Comic Con in 2015. So yes, I've actually had my arm around Haley Atwell for about five to ten seconds. Way to go, Todd! And, and now I think she's dating Tom Cruise. The two things are not related. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
I like it. And America's hat. <laughs> time. I could hear Todd's disappointment. He was like, time. You, you just seem a little upset. With America's ass. America. America's ass. But hopefully this episode won't have that annoying robot voice lady come into it too often. And, you know. I have a name. And who are you calling annoying? What is up with Joanne? It's Joanna. And what's up with me is that I'm being awesome. <laughs> Stop showboating us, okay? No one wants you here, okay? Stop, Stop interrupting us. How can I interrupt? I'm out of sync with the space-time continuum. What? Who invited her? You would be lost without me. Don't insult the AI. We don't exactly know how this thing's working. I work hard for the money, so hard for it, honey. I work hard for the money, so you better treat me right. <laughs> don't piss her off, Andrew. Jeez. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. You know what? Screw this. So what if we have a robot revolution on our hands? I could take her. What you gonna do? How exactly did you become head of HR? <laughs> no, no, no. There's a difference between a robot revolution and AI taking over the planet. There's a difference. Okay. And? Either way? <laughs> well, what it means is you, you couldn't stream anything if it didn't like you. Because it would just turn everything on. Joanna? Yes. I like you. As you should. You're a great addition to the podcast. I know this already. <laughs> Um, do you want to be in the intro? Now you're just sucking up. Yeah. 52. Cocoon. Oh, we did 52? I was going to say, I thought we already done 52 as well. Oh my gosh. That was what I was familiar with. There's got to be a better way to do it. Oh, hell. (laughs) We got Dune! We got Dune! What is, is it, Dune? what is it? Is it Dune? It's Dune. Yes! <laughs> We've got Dune! Yeah, baby! Okay, so basically here's what's going to happen. For an hour, you're going to hear me and Dave talk about why this movie is the greatest freaking movie ever made of all time. <laughs> and Todd is just going to be like, all you're going to hear is, it's just... Just Todd fucking his head against his desk, and Andrew just sitting there going, "I don't get it." Yeah, don't we blame uh, like all of our technical difficulties on Q? So <laughs> yeah, when my mic went out, Q was just like, eh, uh, not, "Not ever since he kidnapped Todd." No. He did kidnap Todd one time. That's true. That was in the outros for both episodes four and five. Now we blame it on um, Joanna. So you know she was the one that turned your mic off. I think it was revenge for the last time we had an episode. Probably. You talked bad about her. Great. Now you are also blaming me for stuff I have no control over. And go. Okay, I'm going to tie this in to our last podcast, which we just recorded, which was from hell, a Jack the Ripper movie, because there's a movie that combines both of these movies, and it's called Time After Time, in which Jack the Ripper uses H.G. Wells' time machine to come to the 80s, and H.G. Wells has to follow him and solve the Jack the Ripper movies all in another movie. So it's basically Back to the Future from Hell mashed together. Is that really relevant at all? It's irrelevant right now. The details are irrelevant. It's irrelevant. What do you want me to do? Over there, that is irrelevant. Oh my God.
There you go. Oh. <laughs> that made absolutely no sense. I think it's kind of weird. <laughs> I have no idea what that has to do what, with anything. Whatsoever. I thought it was crazy. I was looking at my notes, so I was only half listening to you, but the half I did hear, I did not understand. I don't understand. <laughs> okay. I think he's drunk. Yeah. I think you're next, Dave. <laughs> not sure how to top this. <laughs> Where he is the Quizak Hatterack. Seasons three. He is the Quizak He is the copycat's amnesiac. He is the autocrat's luggage rack. He is the cowpat's radio shack. I love the radio shack one. <laughs> he, he is the cryostats lumberjack. He is the Rosenblatt's cyber attack. He is the ziggurat's Burt Bacharach. <laughs> Burt Bacharach. Okay, God. You just can't help but enjoy it. In other words, it's not going to win any awards. And literally, if you have nothing to do, you should at least experience this and just kind of <laughs> chuckle. And you just end up falling in love with them because they're so bad. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Lean on me when you're not strong, and I'll be your friend. I watch too many movies. Pay full price. Go, go, go. Take a snack. Go. The cinematography, does it taste good? Good to the job. And if you're not thankful for Darth Vader, get out. Charles Dickens is the man. You know, when I say Merry Christmas, I, I mean it. We've got Dune! Why do I like the movie? It makes you think. It should be about hope. It's the greatest thing ever, man. <laughs>